Listening to the Barracks Podcast by Kirsten Aho and Amanda Keene. I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in the night. The views, comments, statements, and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the official position of the Salvation Army. What's up? Dude, this weather. Oh, man. So I'm outside. We're outside. Well, I'm outside today. I'm about to be outside. Okay, we are outside recording today. So if you hear birds and I don't know what else you hear, airplanes and all kinds of stuff, that's why. Where do you live? You got airplanes. We don't have airplanes over here. I'm just kidding. We have airplanes too. <clears throat> but it's a beautiful day. It's nice and sunny, but it is a little chilly. I don't think we even have sun today. It it was so today is our um our the dance recital, the dance programs recital. Mm-hmm. And it's outdoors. Oh gosh, what is the temperature supposed to be? It's supposed to be 80 today. Oh. But it's not 80 right now. Oh, no. no. And the low was is 41, and right now it's like 43. <laughs> Yay. Midwest. We chose yeah. to be here. We May could... 1st. <gasps> it's May 1st. Today is May 1st. Fir- May 1st. May 1st. <laughs> you know what? My favorite meme comes around this time. It's the Justin Timberlake one that says, it's going to be May. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's your favorite? favorite yeah, it meme? is. Oh, that's your favorite meme of this time of year? Of this time of year, yeah. Okay. It always comes. I, I'm surprised I haven't really seen it. I don't know. But maybe maybe you need to roll it out. I do. I, I will. Everybody. It's going to be Justin. I'm going to find it today. I'm going to post it on the barracks page. Okay. All right. Y'all will see it. But anyway, why are we outside today? I don't really know. Oh, I I know. Um, We're we're doing some gardening. We are. You know what? It's so funny because most of the time I don't even remember why we choose to do the things we do. But at some point we were like, yeah, we should totally do an episode where we're talking about growth and we're gardening while we do the episode. Yeah, it's and so that is that is why we're doing this. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it's very meta. <laughs> <laughs> really cool, guys. Really cool. I mean, um, this, yeah, this is who we are, what we do. It's cold. Um, well, it looks like you're walking like far. Where are you going? No, I'm just like <laughs> just going back and forth because. Um, my my garden that some I had to like go get a shovel um so I'm taking some photos at the moment so I can share every with everybody but basically what I'm because what I'm doing today is I'm planting um some 
I think they're all flowers in the front of my house. So I'm moving, but I want to plant these flowers before I go so that it's cute because um, somebody's going to be living in the house over the summer. Mm. So I want to make it a cute house for whoever's going to be staying here. Which That's so nice. I know who's staying here, but I don't know if it's like a public no. Uh oh. Don't no. say it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know if I'm like supposed to be sharing information about it, but. Oh, you know what? Cool random side thing. Um, ironic, but I won't get into all of that because probably not great. But anyway, I had a um, THQ museum employee contact me because they want to do they're interviewing for a I don't know like a what's it called display or a new like series that they're doing mm-hmm. so they came and uh I told them about my programming and like what we've been doing and just I don't know she asked a lot of questions about just my officership and who I am and um I told her about the barracks podcast. Oh, that's funny. And so she has started listening. Oh, and she, yeah, her name's Jolie and she's so sweet. Um, so that's a fun thing. And she was super excited about it. Like to hear that there was something like that. And Mm -hmm. I told her like, if you're looking for like good inspiration and just like to hear from different people across our territory and nation and world really like in the Salvation Army we're doing some really cool missional stuff like definitely listen yeah so, and especially like listening to all the older episodes so, yes like, yeah know, get, get up that picture yeah so it's a random side two two seasons before this one and we talked to like a lot of different people so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool stuff good stuff yep um are you taking pictures still no but i'm i put my phone in my pocket oh got it so you probably won't be seeing me the rest of the episode oh <laughs> okay like, well like you won't the viewers won't either it's okay we can go ahead and um get started with our questions so wait but hold on no you never told me like what what are you potting like what are you oh are yeah, you yeah yeah okay i have <laughs> a red geranium oh. that i am potting in this which you can't well you can't really see um okay, and then on. i hold have on. i'll take i'll take my phone out of my pocket okay okay let me see oh that's cute and then I have a zinnia. I'm planting a zinnia plant in probably this one. Oh, you're like doing like multiple different pots? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then I have a lavender, a Spanish lavender. I'm going to try to keep them alive. Oh, here. Um, I'm going to try to keep them alive. I, I really struggle, guys. I don't know if I'm the only one. It's probably a good thing that I don't have children. I don't know that I could be trusted to keep small things alive. Wow. I don't have a pet. Wow. I'm lucky I'm alive. Um, <laughs> no, but it's like you can t- you can water something too much, 
If you water something not enough, I just am like, somebody just tell me, plant. Like, tell me exactly what you need. Usually there's like a little tag on the. Yes, I know. I follow the tag. I am like one to talk. I have like, there's some plants that like me and some plants that don't like me. And I, I kind of have some like different, like weird thoughts about it, which may or may not be orthodox, but I definitely think like plants have personal opinions. And I think that some plants, if like, it depends on how the person who like gave it to you feels about you. Oh that's my gosh. Me. What? That's, what I, that's my theory. And, and how you feel about that person. But I don't have like any scientific evidence for this. It's just my own like personal. Okay. And well, I haven't gotten any plants from any enemies. So oh, I don't know why okay. they'd be dying then. Um, well, I'm, I don't know. It might just, yeah, it's probably just your brown thumb then in that case. Unless some people from Menards don't like me, which. I mean, my hair did look really crazy today. No, no, no. I think it's, it's, I think it's like different. So like if you go and purchase a plant, then it's just you and the plant. Like the other person doesn't, and like there's no other person in there. But maybe okay. that's not correct. This is all completely like a fictional, like this is not <laughs> in any way like spiritual or religious or like correct or orthodox. This is just my personal belief about plants and human relationships <laughs> well i'm glad you had the disclaimer because i was about yeah. to take it as full-on truth so well i don't want any listener to think that like i think that this is biblical or whatever. <laughs> like this is just like my little fantasy world that i live in this is how the barracks okay. podcast uh went down the hill or went kaput because somebody turned us in for a theological uh plant um yeah i mean you never know you never never know like what (laughs) someone's listening for like what they're trying to get out of it and i just well and that person you really should not take any plants from what the person trying to take us down you shouldn't take any plants from oh okay I will try not. I don't know who. They oh my are. gosh! I am making such a mess. That's the that's the best part of like. Oh my laptop! Paul <laughs> Phillips, don't look. You got it on your laptop. <laughs> oh my gosh! Sorry, Paul and Peter. Peter, Mary, Paul. No, there's no Mary. Just Paul and Peter. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So uh, we're, we're planting things and we're talking about growth. So the first thing that we kind of wanted to talk about was like, what does growth look like in your life? So Kiri, do you want to start? Like what, how do you measure growth in your personal life? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you like sent these questions and I think I looked at them. I didn't really think about it. And now I'm like, okay. oh, great. Okay, no. So personal growth, I think it would have to do with like change. Like if I'm changing, if I can okay. see change happening and then for it to be growth, I suppose it would have to be like positive changes. Okay. So 
that's to define it in a very broad way so it's <laughs> like are we talking about like actual ways we've grown like recently i guess just like maybe like what are what are the signs like in your life as you're doing your thing living your life what are signs that you're growing like how do you how do you know you know because it's like i don't know so i think it's like um a roller coaster okay so there's like downtime and uptime and i think growth is like through all of it and then like be like that you're going you're trending in the right direction so let's see like I might personally feel like I'm not growing or like I'm stuck like that's a feeling people have yeah and that could be like I keep making the same choices in all these different situations and like getting the same results so I'm like thinking about like interpersonally or like at job, job related okay. choices. Like, um, I don't know. This is I'm being really really vague. Did you have anything particular in mind like that you were thinking about? Well, <clears throat> did you have like notes or something that you were gonna like touch on? <laughs> no, no, I don't. No notes. Oh, okay. that is a new girl reference. No notes. Um, Wait, I don't remember that part. I, didn't, I'm, I, must, I must not have watched that part. Uh, that's when um, Nick is, he just wrote the Pepperwood Chronicles and he gives it to Schmidt and Schmidt reads it and is like, um, this was brilliant. I, no notes. Like, I don't have any notes. And that freaks Nick out because he's like, no notes like you have to have notes you know so the whole episode they randomly are just like you know saying no notes girl i have not seen that episode oh gosh it's so good i like stopped watching new girl like a couple years ago okay so if it was recent then i didn't watch it so that is a sign that you are not growing um i'm kidding i don't know it's hard like i wanted to talk about this question because it's kind of hard at least for me, because I think that there's this, I don't, okay, for example, I remember being at CFOT and someone from the ARC, um, an officer at the ARC coming in and talking about how, like working with the men at the ARC, she would get so frustrated, not frustrated, but like sad when one of the men would relapse and she talked about then how the more like learning that she did when it comes to addiction, that relapse is actually part of the healing process. Like it's part of the recovery process. And that really stuck with me because I think a lot of times we think that growth has to look like a continual moving forward we're always moving forward we're always um getting better like we're all it's like this linear thing where we just keep moving forward and forward and forward and that's growth but i don't think that that's true like i i think that the times where we i don't know like relapse for lack of a better word or like we move backwards a bit or we 
cycle back to something or, you know, those kinds of things can be part of our growth process. And for me, I can just, I can be really down on myself because I think, wow, like Amanda, haven't you moved forward with this? Like, haven't you, haven't you grown past this? Like, why are we, why are we circling back? You know? Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's like my idea. So you're saying like forward and back and I'm saying like up and down. Yeah. Like, so like when I'm saying like roller coaster, yeah, that's totally right. And I, and I would say like trending in the right direction because like, that's probably just me trying to control it. Like, but saying we, I don't want to be like constantly just like on the downhill and then going up a little bit and then going way downhill again. Like that, I feel like that, I suppose that's a kind of a growth, but like, I would want to like, maybe just say like, we're, we're talking about like growth that you want to see happen. So like growth in holiness or like growth in um, like the fruit of the spirit like that kind of stuff like if if I'm noticing and I guess it's like that is part of like the spiritual process of like why we engage in spiritual disciplines is to help ourselves grow yeah in the right direction like because we can we can be growing in the wrong direction I was like talking to somebody the other day they were like telling me stuff and I was just thinking like oh man they have they need some new friends because because <laughs> it's like this and, and like you can kind of just from my like brief conversation with them I'm just thinking like oh man like they don't have it seems like they really need some more positive influences for them because it seems like they're kind of headed in a bad direction if you can hear I'm getting a little out of breath because I'm like digging my dirt a lot with this shovel it's all full body this is what I like about gardening. I actually just like digging in dirt. <laughs> I think that's what I, is it a backhoe Maybe. that like you can use to dig dirt real good? Maybe. I need yeah, to I get know. one of those. Uh, but, no, I just said, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Just remember one time there was a part, there was a party. It was what? There was a party at school. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't share this. Story. Oh, you've already like, done it. I've already done it. So the it, like they would it was like a school sponsored party, and they would have like I think it was was it school sponsored? I don't know. Some student group sponsored. It was at college, and there'd be like themes for these parties, and the theme for this party <laughs> um, was fetish. Okay. And then, so like my friends were like, you know, if you go to the party, like, what are you going to dress up as? Like, blah, 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 blah. So everybody's talking about like what, you know, what their, their love interest is <laughs> or, you know, fetish. Right, right, right. Um, but I was like, uh, I think I would dress up as like construction equipment. <laughs> oh my gosh, what the heck? You're so funny. <laughs> But I was Wait, like, so did you? No, I didn't have any like costume like that. Like, who has like a backhoe costume? Nobody. 
Why couldn't you just wear like a construction hat? Yeah, I didn't go to that party, okay? Oh, okay. Not, okay. I was not interested in seeing what everyone <laughs> was, was like into. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. I'm glad that you prefaced that by it was a college party because I my mind definitely went to like elementary school at first, yeah. you know. Like birthday parties. <laughs> Like with the cake and the pony or something oh, like that. Oh, like Spirit Week. You know. Spirit anyway, Week. You never had Spirit Weeks. Okay, we digress. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, it's that's like gross. Like you, sometimes you're going somewhere and then you go somewhere else, and then you go back. <laughs> right to the other place. Oh my gosh, the mess I am making. Okay, I feel like I have to look at that. Look at this. No, like you can't it? really see it because it's everywhere. Like it's. I'm making it everywhere. It's like on the, you can't see it. It's on my computer. It's on my pants. Um, it's on the floor. So, but you're going to take a picture of the mess, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a picture. Okay. Is that one of our questions? How messy is growth? Sure. Yeah, it's very messy. No, it's not, but we can. Oh, look. So this is my dirt that I've been digging over here That's awesome. I have to dig this dirt under my feet right now I have to be careful because okay here's a really cool story about my garden okay in this in this yard last last year like in the spring or the fall or something I got a raspberry plant Ooh. and I planted that up here and then That's cool. so this year I was like checking I was like man I'm really because I love raspberries that's one of my favorite things okay um so I was like looking at it and I was like, man, it looks really dead. Like, man, there's not going to be a raspberry. But then I was like, hey, this, these little plants over here look like raspberry plants. And then I confirmed with my um, family resident expert gardener, Betsy, uh, that it is indeed, I mean, she's, she's pretty sure it's a raspberry too. Therefore, I actually have like five or six raspberry plants now in this bed. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, unfortunately, then after that exciting discovery, I like come back and check on these raspberry plants, and someone has been eating them. It's a bunny. I know it's a bunny. Oh, no. And so I need to get like a little bunny fence. That's the next thing. So, like, is that about growth too? Like, let's talk about that meaning the meaning of that so like you know my raspberry the one raspberry plant looked totally dead but it had sent like while it had been growing it had been sending out roots underground unseen yeah and then now I'm seeing like some of that fruit so there's like that lesson of something can look dead but it gave life to other things yeah, that's a good thing. that's a good point. And then the other thing is about the bunnies. You gotta watch out for the bunnies. You gotta watch out for the bunnies. Yeah. For the bunnies. They're the things that come around to try to They just wanna eat you up. They just wanna eat you up. They don't even they don't have any they don't care that they're killing you. Yeah. They're hungry and they're going to eat you. Yeah. There you go. I think that there's like, 
this whole idea of something appearing to be like dead, but there's actually a lot of growth happening underground. I think I like can really relate to that kind of stuff because growth most of the time does not feel good at all. Like it feels like a death of sorts. You're just kind of like, wow, my life is a mess. None of this feels good. None of this feels comfortable. But like in the midst of it, growth is happening, you know, like God is doing something or you know, I just think about counseling. Like I see a counselor and most of the time in my head, I'm just like, I'm thinking about all the things that I'm not doing well, you know, like I have to improve on this and why haven't I gotten past this and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's like a, every time I meet with my counselor, I feel like she's lately been making a point of like, okay, Amanda, let's pause for a second. Let's actually look at the growth that's happening. Like I may not see it in the moment, but like looking back, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I really have grown in this area, you know? Uh-huh. So, oh. sorry, there's a huge gust of wind. Uh, um, it's yeah, kind of one of my plants blew over over here. <laughs> Maybe we do we have the same winds? The wind was so powerful it went through the computer, just like knocked over your plant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but the point being <clears throat> that it seems like most of the times in my life that have been really uncomfortable, where I've had to do a lot of inner work, a lot of looking at and like feeling, allowing myself to feel and process emotion and like how I feel about things and really looking at myself in a, I don't know, like just really doing the, the, the work of like self-discovery, if that makes sense. Like those moments that have not felt great, I feel like have produced the biggest seasons of growth. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. it's never really been a season where I'm like, yeah, everything's, this all feels really good. Like, I've never really mm-hmm. experienced a, a huge growth season from that. Like, it's always hard stuff. It's always uncomfortable, you know, at least for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what, so looking back in your life, like, is there a specific season like thing in life that happened that you felt like you grew the most from um it is hard like I have been like reflecting over the past because like since I'm in the process of moving to different house I've been like repacking stuff and like making sure that I'm not bringing garbage to the new house um it's another life lesson there yeah um another thing but like so like learning things and growing I yeah probably because like if you think of it in the case of like exercise if you are trying to build muscle but you don't challenge your muscles then you're not going to be building any muscle so like that like when we talk about 
we relate to other people and how um so like i feel like this past year has been really hard or the past two years um like this well lots of time has been hard or whatever but there's been some really good things for me as far as like feeling like more firmly footed um so there's things like conflict for example conflict has been really important for me to kind of like learn about experience and get a little bit more comfortable with in the past couple of years and part of that is like seeing other people model conflict and the other thing is like me kind of having like a little bit of a mind shift which probably has to do with like like I've avoided conflict for most of my life but like once I kind of got to the point where like with my um divorce I was like you know avoiding conflict has not given me the results that I would like in my life basically is like so it was kind of it's kind of like when you go through something really hard then you are you're like primed to um like accept something new I think like I like everybody just everybody adapts different like people respond differently to difficulties yeah like some people can become entrenched like they're like just they just double down in the time of a difficulty but I think the opportunity when we're in a hard time is to like be like well you know how much how much of my own like choices have led me to this difficult moment like so like being able to take inventory like very serious inventory of yourself to say okay like maybe avoiding conflict is not healthy in a marriage for example um so like just stuff like that where like I mean I'm not married now and I don't really know if I will ever be married but for it like taught me a lot about relationships in general so not only is really like is conflict something important for like a marriage relationship but you have to have conflict in all of your relationships because it exists so you have to deal with it you can't pretend it's not happening um and then like think that things are going to be fine you have to like acknowledge conflict and talk talk about it communicate about it in some way and it doesn't have to be like in any like and so it's just like how how are you handling conflict is kind of for me what has been important and it's been it's it is hard because it's like I still would rather just like avoid conflict because it makes my heart race and like I want to run away or I want to you know whatever right um like I I think there are some people who like love conflict and they like try to force other people to have conflict all the time (laughs) but I don't think that's that's not what I'm talking I'm not talking about that because that's like drama that's drama yeah that is it's a lot of drama that's just drama (laughs) if you like conflict and you're causing conflict you need to stop because you're just doing drama (laughs) by the way yeah no that all makes sense Uh, yeah what about you just I forgot like the a question, time. Though. Oh yeah, it's, it's like is there like a specific kind of like experience that you saw a lot of growth, like a challenging experience? 
Well, <laughs> honestly, I feel like it's been in my my dating experiences. Ooh. Well, and Ooh, it's this is why I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like um, being in a like romantic relationship brings out something that no other relationships can like in your life I feel at least for me I I definitely struggle with different things when I'm in a romantic relationship um trying to think like in that relationship or in your whole life in general at the time like do you know what I'm saying like does your whole is your whole life impacted by whether or not you're being in a dating relationship well no no like okay let me try to explain what i mean so for example i like mm-hmm. i'm a two on the, on the enneagram um in stress i go to an eight which again like that is not bad it's just how like what am i displaying in an eight, I could go to the top side of an eight and that's a healthy response, you know, like to challenge and to, you know, stand up for what, you know, I believe is right or whatever. So for example, in my job and ministry, like probably most of you can identify, yeah, I can, I've heard Amanda display things that are like an eight. She challenges, she's, she's okay with conflict. Um, that's a very real thing in my life. Now, when I'm in a relationship, I have a really hard time doing that. I have Mm -hmm. a hard time with conflict. I have a hard time standing up for what I need and what I believe is right. Um, And I know for me, I think that I've had to really work through and I'm still working through like a fear of like abandonment and rejection. And I feel like in relationships, I have feared, okay, well, if I rock the boat too much, if I speak up for myself, if I, you know, really am open about my needs, then that's going to be too much. And that's going to end our relationship, you know? And so I, I'm, I'm sharing this because like, just to kind of show that, that relationships for me have brought out different things that I need to work on. And so over the years, like I've, I've been in some not great relationships, like ones where people have really been very selfish. And that's like a really bad mix for me because I'm a giver and a helper and just always putting myself out there. But there becomes a point where you can't be in a relationship when you're the only one putting in the work, you know? Mm-hmm. So through those relationships, I've learned a lot about myself and who I am and what I need. And I feel like every time I've, you know, come out of a relationship, I've seen growth in that area, you know, and it's, Hmm. yeah, it's been really good. It's been really hard because, you know, heartbreak like that's that's real and that's painful um but I do feel like every time I've I've healed from that I'm a bit stronger and I know a bit more who I am and what I deserve I hate using deserve because what do any of us deserve but 
Um, well, you, you know, you. like at the end of the day, but for lack of better term, what I deserve and should have um, present in just a like, relationship. Yeah, just like I was like, you know, feel thing. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every human in a relationship deserves that. Right. So I think those are the biggest. Did I like cut your train off? No, no, no. No, you're fine. You were breaking up a little bit. So I was just trying to listen. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But like, so I think that that's kind of been the things that have happened in my life where I've seen the most growth. But, you know, now I am, I'm not in a relationship right now. I am dating, like I am talking to someone and I can see like starting, um, starting, you know, going back to my first relationship, you know, not comparing the relationship, but comparing where I was, like who I was within myself is much different from my first relationship to my dating life now and like that's a good thing you know okay yeah so yeah and I yeah I think that makes sense because like yeah like if you look back on your past you can really that's when you can see the girl right. you might not necessarily like feel so there is like some importance of that like yeah remembering the past right yeah um, we're going to make a, we're going to pivot now to hard, right. Hard, right. I don't know. How does, how, how do we think the Salvation Army defines growth when what? it comes to church, when it comes to whatever, like how, how do we look at, how do we define growth in the Salvation Army? Uh, wow. I did not remember this question coming. <laughs> That's the second question. Right here. Wait, seriously? We're only on the second question? Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. How does the Salvation Army define growth? I think we measure it through numbers. Yeah. So that seems like that's part of the definition or... Right. Like, and I think mentally it's... I don't think it's like uniquely Salvation Army to measure it that way, but right, we don't have like necessarily a different way. Although we, I mean, like the so the steps document, right? Yeah, the beloved steps document. Yeah, it like there is a lot. So if you think about like how many different categories are on that, that's how yeah. the Salvation Army measures growth as an institution. Right. Um, so like moving through those different levels of the categories. Well, and that's interesting that you say that because a lot of the things on the steps document, we don't really measure in stats monthly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... How are they measure? Like, what are they looking at then? Like, when I you say know. they, like, who who is they? Divisional, like divisional staff, or 
even territorial, I guess. But I think I would say mostly divisional. Um, but, but like for this, for like, so is that when you say like Salvation Army, that's who you're talking about? You're talking about like divisional people? No, anybody. But I just was thinking like, as far as steps goes, the people who are seeing that are mostly your divisional staff, right? Well, I, I think like the, but I don't know if this is what happens at most locations, but my understanding was like, you're supposed to have a team at your core who goes through the steps document. Right. Right. So they would be the ones who would be able to say like, yes, no, whatever, maybe. Right. Um, I don't know. So like, I, so I just was kind of like thrown off. I think you're right. Like, so on a monthly basis, we turn in stats. So like something's being, something that's being measured every single month is numbers. Right. And we're being asked about it every month. Numbers. Right. Whereas like something like the steps document that comes around once a year. Is it a yearly? Yes. So then we're measuring that once a year. And those are like the more, so we could say like, when it comes to growth, we emphasize 12 times a year numbers and one time a year, these more kind of nebulous, <gasps> the bunny ate this plant also. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. It's not even a raspberry. <laughs> wow. Rude. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah no the only reason I brought it up is because it's almost like I don't know sorry I'm having sinus issues uh it's almost like contradicting so if we're doing if we're just looking at like divisionally okay not I know that like our core people come together um to put together the steps document but like the person reviewing our monthly stats and our our steps goals are is the division like our divisional staff so the thing for asking us in steps as signs of growth you wouldn't even necessarily see in reflected in our actual stats monthly uh-huh so so are you asking to be asked to turn in a different report on a monthly basis like that could be I guess I'm not maybe I'm I'm always thinking of like how do we change things to you know right. solve, us, solve this problem well right um, so like the change would be you know so for example one of the steps documents and all you know what I can take like screenshots of the questions Mm -hmm. That way people, like if anybody wants to see, because I, I realize that if you're listening, you might not know exactly what's all of that steps document. But, yeah, um, you know, so one of the questions talks about like community, community involvement, you know. So how involved are you in the community? Does the community know who you are as a Salvation Army? Do they think of you well, like? all of those things you're not gonna you're not capturing that in your monthly stats mm -hmm. so maybe those two need to align more 
you know, the like mo- the monthly, like yeah, accountability yeah. questions, basically, right? Because right. I, I think that's how we see stats to be is like accountability. Like, what are right. you doing with the well, with the resources that the Salvation Army has? Yes. Now the thing here is that I thought I have traditionally thought that people are very stats oriented, right? Now, mm-hmm. kind of a, a thing I've been running into lately is that my programming is so different at the core level. Um, one of my leaders, uh, I'll just say leaders in general, I've got a lot of supervisors, basically. I've got a county coordinator and then all the people at DHQ. But somebody said to me that my ways were very, my ways of doing ministry were very unorthodox. Okay. And I just kind of like laughed and was like, yeah, like they are, I guess they are considered unorthodox here. Um, But the funny part is that I can show you on stats that my numbers are growing. However, there is still problems among leadership with how I do programming, which I think is very interesting because now it's not about stats anymore. It's about just the fact that I'm doing something non-traditional that is the bother. So like when it comes, so I think when, cause you're, cause the question was like, how do we measure growth? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, I feel like we've kind of talked about like a couple things for that. So there's kind of like, both of us have this assumption that measuring growth is a part of like the accountability process right for like probably like as an individual right in our walk with god being accountable to be growing in that and then on the organizational level we're accountable to our leaders that um there is growth in our programs right of some like and i'm using program in like a very broad sense but just like yeah so I guess I'm just trying to like kind of like pull back a little bit from the specifics of like so you're you know you feel like you're getting some pushback well, despite the, only the fact that your numbers up. are showing positive changes right well the only reason I bring it up is because it's that it, that experience is contrary to what we're saying mm-hmm. we're saying that growth you know as a Salvation Army looks like mostly numbers. I'm saying sometimes the numbers are there and they're increasing and still that's not a proper sign of growth to, to certain people in leadership or just in general. So it's hard. Like, and sometimes it's not just growth. I think sometimes it's about how fast it's growing. So like you're expected to, to grow something maybe numerically in a very short time when that might not be realistic, you know? Mm-hmm. So an officer being at a, a core for two years, you're expected to do a lot. And if those things aren't there, what have you accomplished? Like if those numbers aren't there, what have you accomplished, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess, I don't know, I guess for me, Maybe the bottom line is it's just really hard to know, like, truly what a good way to measure growth is. Like, 
is it numbers? Is it experiences like with people? Yeah, I don't know. You could, for example, you could have a feeding program and feed 20,000 people in a month mm -hmm. versus you have one single family, like one single mom with three kids who you've been working with all month. They went from homeless to moving into their first home. In a month? What? In a month? Yeah. That's crazy. So like, what? So so what is that? 20,000 versus four individuals, you know? So I guess I'm not really sure. Like, like, I know you're like comparing these two things, but like, are we actually comparing those two? Like who's doing, like, is this like maybe like pathway of hope versus traditional feeding program? Like case managed case. Not, it's not even case management case. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, right. Like, okay. Basic needs, basic needs, right. Basic needs versus pathway of hope. Like, I don't know. I don't know why you're comparing those two in this case. Like, well, okay, so I'm comparing these two because in my experience, what I have seen is leaders, um, so let's just say divisional staff, for example, pushing the things that give numbers, pushing the things that are going to show good statistics to, I don't know, give to donors to say, hey, we have fed 20,000 people this month versus that one family that we've helped where we haven't fed 20,000 people, but we've actually helped poor people change the trajectory of their life. Like that 20,000 is more important than the four. To That's what I'm saying. Like, to, like you've gotten that kind of message from yes. your leaders in the yeah. past. Uh -huh. Right, right. So I feel like everybody's measuring things differently. Like our divisional staff, as much as I'd like to be like, well, I don't really care what they think as far as growth and measuring. I have to because <laughs> I have, you know, like I can't just like completely ignore that. So they're measuring it one way. I'm saying, well, no, I can't give you those numbers, but I can show you these things. So I don't know. Like, that's the only reason why I compared those two, because I hear over and over again, and this is just my experience. You know, everybody has different experiences, but I hear over and over again, you know, food is what donors want to give toward. Like they want to see people fed, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm like, okay, but actually my community needs this and not necessarily food. So that's going to show, you know, this other core that's been eating a ton of people, they look like they're doing a lot better than us in Gary, who is just like literally helping one family at a time change directions in their life, you know? So I don't know if any of that like, makes sense. I guess but. like I would be curious, like I hear what you're saying and this it's not like just you, like I've heard people say these kinds of things many times. Like I'm trying to push 
a little bit on it because I, like what would like what are the consequences like when you're comparing a core to another core like what's the point of that like are they getting more money than you like is your core going to get shut down because you're not feeding 20,000 like I don't I'm not sure like I understand the consequences of like that comparison between a core to another core like as far as their services like I don't I don't know what the point of that is okay well so the point would be for example in a county setting when there's another core that's that's feeding 20,000 people a month my core is not then a directive comes down that says you have to do food pantry every week now that's not what my community needs that's actually really a poor use of resources i have to spend a lot of money to do something that is not necessarily needed in my community but because mm -hmm. that's what i'm being told i have to do that i have to do it like yeah that's so i guess that's, that's usually how it works right so i mean that that's the downside then of you know a leader or someone in authority looks at another core in the area and says well that's look what they're doing that's definitely a need then you you should be doing the same thing so i don't know it's not like i'm sitting here all the time and like comparing ourselves to different cores and that's ridiculous because my core looks so different yeah um, it's it's just weird because i like just for my experience i'm just trying to like understand how that happens that like someone in your same county is doing something and then you're being told to do it like i i'm not saying like it's just in my experience i don't remember that ever happening do you know what i mean good. so like i don't i remember one time um one of my core members came in and was like hey look what's in the paper and it was um like an advertisement from the salvation army asking for donations for our thanksgiving meal um our core didn't do a thanksgiving meal and there was no other core in the area that would have been like advertising like do you know what i mean like our newspaper was just for our area like no one there was not like another right, core right. that was advertising so in that case like i j that's like my only thing that i'm like thinking of where like there was at least i'm trying to think, there's like one or two organizations that already had the thanksgiving meal handled like very very well established many years they've been doing it so it was like our core was not ever going to be starting a Thanksgiving meal because there was no need for it. Um, and so like in that case, like I had reached out to DHQ and been like, hey, this is really awkward, but we don't like we don't do this. Like and this ad came out and is like telling our community, you know, inaccurate information about our ministry and asking for donations or something that doesn't happen. And like in that case, they just like apologize and like pulled the ad like there was no like oh why aren't you doing that so i i just feel like when we're talking about like how does the salvation army do this our experiences are like it it could be that there's many 
I guess I'm just I'm just trying to say like I I think like when we talk about how the Salvation Army does something, but it's really about like a specific thing that's happening. That's when I get kind of like, well, so like the official things that the Salvation Army does to measure stuff is like what we kind of touched on earlier. Right. And then what you're talking about is more of like leadership decisions, which everybody in a leadership role has to make. Right. Um, of communicating additional guidance about whatever their vision for their area, their responsibility. Um, and so like, I think like, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's not like the whole Salvation Army is doing it that way. It's like, there's leeway for people to make decisions that we may or may not agree with, but yeah, we still like, that's, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying it's like a personal issue, but it's like, it's not that the Salvation Army is doing that. It's like, there's particular people who are doing that. Well, yeah. And that's the that way. <laughs> like that's, there's another, right. You know, you could have one leader one day that is measuring growth one way. They move. The next person's measuring growth another way. There's no, there's no consistency. And, and maybe that there's, that's good and bad, you know, I, I don't know, but all of that works to make things a little difficult, you know, when you're trying to lead a ministry or, I don't know, maybe, I guess, maybe for me, like at the end of the day, no matter what pressure comes in to do this or that, or, you know, being reprimanded or not, that's, I don't want, that's kind of a strong word, but being talked to about, you know, stats not looking a way that someone wants them to look or whatever it is at the end of the day, I don't know, it boils down to, am I being obedient to what God is asking of me to do in my context? You know, like, am I living out mission in the way I'm being led to do that. And I have to trust that if I'm being obedient, that God will take care of the rest of that, you know? And if it's not showing, you know, uh, whatever percent increase in Sunday school, or if it's, you know, if it's not meeting those measurements, okay, you know, okay. Like, but there's growth happening other places. So I don't know. It's, I guess, all of that to say, like, it, it is, it's hard. It's a bit messy. Um, messy. Yeah, it is really messy. And, you know, for me, there's something in me that, like, over time has been trained to look at numbers pretty much solely as growth. Like, and I feel that, I feel that in my everyday life and ministry. Like when I have an event and two people show up, I'm like, well, that was not great. Like, or then I stop and I think, okay, yeah, I had two people, 
But one of those people accepted Christ and the other I was able to pray with, you know, over something really significant, you know? So it's like all about perspective. Like I only had two people and I had two people like, <laughs> who, well, or like there was a commitment to Christ and a prayer, right. like a value, like, cause it's right. like, cause people matter no matter like one or 20 million or whatever. Um, when you were talking, wait, did you finish your thought though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, when you were talking, I was thinking about, so like at crack, since I've been here, like major Mindy really emphasizes, um, outcomes. Yeah. And so like outcomes you get, you, we define our outcomes, like whenever we're proposing something new or like whenever we have a program, there's outcomes that are connected to that program of this is why we're doing this because we have to think constantly, like, is this worth continuing doing? There's always a cost to everything that we do. Therefore, are we making the best with what we have? So, cause it's just like what you're saying, right? Like you're talking about having to do the food pantry. There's costs to that. Um, so like I, as like being, I guess this is part of like my challenge of being here is like thinking really hard, like what are the outcomes for these different things? And if we can name all the outcomes and it can be numbers, but in addition, like I, so I do it as like depth, depth of impact. So number can be one thing, like 20 kids are in character building and then depth of impact would be what are the outcomes that each of those children is experiencing as a result of being in character building. And so I think like for like our programs, cause, cause if you, like, if you have only two kids, like you're saying, or two people, but one is making a commitment to Christ and the other one is like praying and getting in touch with God, like that's a really valuable impact. Whereas if we're feeding 20,000 people, but 20,000 people are still like without the light of God in their life, then why are we doing that? Like, yeah. Right. So I don't know, but like we're feeding 20,000 people and 10,000 come to Christ, then there you go. That's, right. that's best of both worlds. Win, 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 win. Right. Like obviously salvation is, <laughs> is like a huge part, you know, like we want to see people come to Christ, but I'm like, even if like you feed 20,000 people and they keep coming back every day, like, is that a band aid? Like, I'd be cool with like, if you're feeding 20,000 people and a percentage of them, you're act, you're like working with them to maybe not need it every day. Maybe they need it every week. And you know what I mean? Like if there's actual, like, yeah, so there's like that change of outcome, there's right. that, that outcome, the outcome would be the change of trajectory. Right. Like that's, that's what I like want to see, you know? Maybe I'm just tired of band-aid approaches. Maybe that's my thing. I'm just like, why are we doing this stuff? You know, yes, it's cool. I could feed 20,000 people a, a, a month. No problem. You know, but you like, can. what is that doing for my community? Like, you could do that. Right. So I could see you doing that, Amanda. You could actually probably single-handedly feed that many people. A month. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe like to kind of wrap things up, like, I would really love to see, and not just leadership, um, 
maybe all of us have a bit more of an open mind. Like it's not growth does not look like X, Y, and Z. Like growth doesn't is it's not a formula that gives us, I don't know, like it's just not a formula. Like growth can look very different in dairy than it does at the Green Bay Croc. Like growth looks different everywhere, which is hard because we want everything to be very cut and dry. We want to everything to fit into a formula. You know, we want there's a there's an expectation that there's an increase in soldiers, in junior soldiers, and like all of those things. But like that's just not the reality everywhere. And growth is happening in unexpected ways. It looks different. It's hard to measure. It's hard to put in a monthly stats. All of that makes it a little, it makes it very messy. And I don't know, like it's something in my officership that, like I said, I daily think about and like kind of struggle with, am I doing the right things? Am I a good officer? Like, am I, am I doing the best for my community? Like I don't see big increases in numbers, but I'm seeing some lives changed. Should this be happening faster? I mean, there's so many questions that happen in my mind. And, and it's not just like for officers, you know, people who are listening who are um, soldiers or adherents at their core, or they're just helping with, you know, programming and they're only seeing a couple people attend. And, and you're like, wow, I feel like I'm failing because I've been trying this for a month, you know, months and have seen only like, one or two people at, you know, like it's, it affects everybody. Um, yeah. So like I said, like at the end of the day, I always go back to, am I being obedient to the spirit? Am I in tune with what he's asking me to do with the vision he's given me? Am I living that out? And then that has to be enough, you know? And I don't know. That's how I look at it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um so our last i don't know to kind of wrap it up do you have any goals for like personal growth or ministry growth for you yeah this is okay. great i just got my nine-year service review on Thursday. i've been an officer for nine years ish well is it coming up yeah, it's like this June, it's nine years, so yeah. in a month. Um, anyway, so I had my nine-year service review. So my goals that I made for that, one of them is about personal stuff. So like personal awareness, I think, was one of the things that is on the review. Okay. Um, Self-awareness, I think it's called. So basically, though, it's just stuff about like being healthy. Okay. And um like that's my personal goal for growth is like just getting better at taking care of myself so eating um yeah. that's a shout out to my brother john who always worries about if i have food in my house and if i'm eating properly that's yeah. it's a valid concern <laughs> not just eating uh dinamita chips well i haven't had dinamitas in a long long time feels like forever <laughs> But yeah, and, and it's, it's right now it's more like how much fast food am I eating, but um, trying to cut back on that. 
but I'm moving houses, so it's kind of like I don't really have any to. Anyways, okay, personal yeah. goal, personal goal, growing and self care, and like I also did like a ministry one. Okay, and that one was like a more internal, like across the crack, just working with people about the um like kind of kind of what we're talking about with like outcomes and things like that but just making sure that we're all on the same page with like what is the mission of the croc center like what are we trying to accomplish and helping us i don't know okay it's called mission integration yeah i think anyways okay what about you um yeah mine is health um i yeah, so I went to the doctor, um, found out at the beginning of the year that I uh, have diabetes, which oh. um, I have been really quiet about, uh, just, you know, because it's my business, but yeah. um, I feel, like, comfortable sharing that now. Uh, I have, so I, I received that information at the beginning of the year and then was given medication um, um, okay. to work on that. And then I was retested, like my A1C levels. If you have diabetes or know anything about it, um, that's a or standard. See the, you see the commercials. Or you see the commercials. I don't ever see commercials. Uh, but I, the goal was to lower my levels like one or two uh, with this uh, medication and I actually lowered it by uh, four, um, Whoa. which was really good. So the last three months I've been doing a lot of work. And if you struggle with like food and weight and all of that stuff, oh my gosh, you know, it's like not, uh, it's a messy, everything's messy in life, but it's a messy process. And I didn't do things perfectly. I haven't cut out anything entirely. Um, I'm not dieting. I'm just like trying to make better choices and mm-hmm. maybe eat a little more intuitively. I don't know, but so I'm, I'm still working on that. I really want to get down to, um, a six or seven. That's a number for the A1C, uh, which I'm really close to. So I go back in July. So I'm working on that. I really want to take my health seriously because I've seen a lot of officers just like really and their health is horrible and I I want to take care of me you know my body has been good to me and I want to be good to it so yeah Yeah. uh, so yeah so that and then for ministry I just like my goal is really to develop a team like I I need help and if I want to see like the vision that God has given me, like come to fruition, I guess, like I, I do need some help. So mm-hmm. trying to be vocal about that need and um, really try to build a team. So I'm hoping that in a year I've added at least one or two people, whether that be staff or some other form of help, um, yeah I don't know it's kind of the goal so are you we we've we've done this we gardened I have my plants in pots 
Oh, here, I'll, let me show you. Picture. I just took pictures again, but I'll, I'll turn the video around yeah. so you can see. Okay, so here's what I got done. Love it. So I planted all the plants I was going to do, and then I started doing the mulch around it. I haven't finished the mulch, but I have to go soon to nice. uh, get ready for the recital. Recital. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not dancing in the recital. I'm just helping. <laughs> just one of the volunteers. But well, we're wrapping it up. Thank you, everybody. For right, up. People, tell us your goals. What are your personal goals for your growth? For growth. For growth. It, it could be ministry goal too. Oh, you have a chat. Yes. You chatted me. Oh, you said can't hear. Yeah. Well, yeah. I said we could hear you, but um, yeah. I, I mean, we love hearing from you guys and. A lot of you listen and then message us and say, hey, like, we really loved this or I was thinking this. Keep doing that because, I don't know, for me, I'm like, okay, people are listening and they're actually, like, getting something out of it. Um, so talk to us. Let us know what, I don't know, your joys and frustrations are when it comes to growth of the Salvation Army or personally or whatever. Um, but we're grateful for all of you listening. And just a reminder that we need for the Lantern Awards, your nominations, uh, you're listening to this on Monday and you've got two days to get us your nominations. So uh, I'll make sure that I'm putting the link there that you can nominate there and I'll probably go live one more time um, and take live nominations if we have time to do that. Um, and then from there, our board will meet and we will uh, choose the 10 award winners and get those awards out in the mail in preparation for our next episode on the 17th, which will be live and it's going to be the Lantern Awards and it's our last Are you doing episode. that at 6 a.m.? No. Okay, what time? What time are we doing that? Um, <laughs> we'll probably do TV. it. Yeah, I'm thinking like the night, like it might be a night episode. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know. So also, also coming up though, is our check-in this Thursday. Yeah. Our, check -in our teaching check-in is this Thursday night. Um, so definitely join us for that. Five o'clock. It's just a half hour. Um, it's, it's a good time. So we'll advertise all that on our social media. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. I know these years have weighed me down. I know these years have put a strain on us. And I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night Your strength comes in the night